0: of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I'm your host, Jeremy Greer. This week's guest is Scott. Scott is a very big Souls fan. In fact, at the end of the episode, you'll hear one of the four tracks he recorded from the perspective of a Dark Souls NPC. Links to that full EP is in the show notes, but he also has his own podcast since we recorded this. You can go to uh, insidepeople.podbean.com. Check that out. In the meantime, if you'd like to come on to the episode, please send me an email, dguspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. Do you want to tell me about the first time you played a Souls game?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so... When I was uh, a sophomore in college, uh, my girlfriend at the time um, had a, uh, a PS3. I didn't have one. And I decided that I would get an RPG. So I was like, oh, boy, what RPGs are there? And there was, like, um, basically nothing. So <laughs> I happened to find uh, Demon Souls. And I was like, oh, boy, it says it's an RPG. And, you know... I would probably like that, and I really didn't. Uh, like, <laughs> I—I'll tell you what—I got it, and I thought it looked cool. It was really pretty, and, and that opening uh, intro, right?
0: Like, that gets you hyped about that for that game.
1: No, seriously, oh <laughs> no, like, oh man, like, I was so pumped, and like, I put it in, and I just couldn't beat the first level. Oh no. <laughs> like, And seriously, I would come back to this game every couple months and I'd be like, oh man, maybe now I can do it. And I just, I would get fucking spanked every time. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it was terrible. So, like, you know, a couple years down the line, I'd, I'd pretty much all but given up on it. And, you know, it was still the sort of thing where every once in a while, somebody would come over and like, they would think they were hot shit. So I was like, Oh, you're a big deal. Why don't you try this game? So, um, one of my friends actually, uh, was rather good at it. And he was like, Oh yeah, I've played this before with my cousin. And I was like, Oh wow. And he actually got past, uh, that first boss. And I was just awestruck, you know? So (laughs) I was like, no way. And, it's it's a sort of thing, like, when you watch somebody just perform really well, you're like, man, I bet I could do maybe a fraction of that. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was, like, inspired, so I went ahead and I I got past um, that first boss, and, like, the thing is, <laughs> I knew about the the item duplication cheat. Like, I was, like, real hyped on using it, and... I, I knew that I couldn't use it because I couldn't get past the
0: first boss. Well, wait, how did you... So, ha, like, you had done, you looked online to find out, like, there was a
1: a, a glitch like that? Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> it's like, I I looked at... Well, I wanted to get use out of this game, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I I looked up guides. Like, I'd done all kinds of shit. I was just fucking hopeless at this thing. So, like, <laughs> you know, it's absolutely not for lack of trying, you know? I and mean, when I was growing up... um. Like, I only got to play uh, games on one day of the week, and uh, it was, like, um, handheld games. Because, like, you know, back when, like, the Game Boy was um, the dominant handheld system, um, rather than a later version of it, I mean, you know, obviously it's always been intended, of course, but, um, you know, I... Like my parents didn't understand that that was a real game system, so I kind of snuck it past them. <laughs> so <laughs> so your, your parents didn't approve of like games in general, then? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, they're kind of they're older parents, but you know, they're definitely like, hey, I want to see you like gaining life skills and going outside, and you know, that's certainly admirable. Sure, yeah, um, that, that makes it's sense. It's not a not a terrible thing, uh, but uh, and it's like you know, I I have friends who've like really done nothing but play video games inside during their childhood. And it's like, huh, you didn't ever like learn about animals. You didn't go outside. huh? So I, I'm, I, I don't have kids yet, but you know, it's going to happen at some point. I don't know. I, I feel like that'll be a, an interesting, uh, struggle for me, you know, because I love games, and I love being inside, but I also love being outside, and I, I want to make sure that uh, whoever they are, they they also can appreciate the, those sort of things. I mean, I think, uh, like, what Vader's doing is actually really cool, because, like, you know, his kids are, like, getting, you know, they're doing inside people stuff, but they're also, um, you know... I, I guess making something of it rather than just like sitting on their on their buns and playing games. Yeah. So I find it really interesting. Um, like I've yeah.
0: had I've had a couple of dads on the show um, up to now, and it's it's always kind of interesting. Like I know Sean, aka the lore hunter, like was holding his his daughter while he was playing Dark Souls too. And um, I've got other people that have been on the show that are like, yeah, I don't re- like. There's no blood. I just don't really feel comfortable showing my kids Dark Souls. So it's always it's an interesting thing, specifically about Dark Souls when that when that. You know what what you're going to show your kids and what you're not going to show your kids like games in general i'm sure that's a difficult question but like if it's something that you really love and like would you overlook the violence out of it like it's something that's a that's a weird question to have to answer nowadays i guess
1: yeah it is and you know like if you look at movies in particular you'll find that um the most violent movies are usually pg-13 um and it's the ones with any like sexual content that are R. so Yeah. Um yeah it's it's interesting what we uh what we see as a society is okay I guess I don't know I didn't really want to get into that but <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want to be that guy really uh No 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 we we, you know? we we can hey this
0: podcast is nominally about dark souls but it can be about anything so. um but I guess yeah. let's get back into demon souls so like you went back to it you kind of did you ever get past the first boss
1: to be able to use your glitch Hell yeah, man! Like, <laughs> so after I saw my buddy do that, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not that much of a bitch. I can do this, so I did it, and so yeah, I used the hell out of that glitch, and uh, it was a really, really cool experience. Like, um, you know, i I loved it. I mean, I didn't really get into the story at all at that point, but um, I just. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, like, I think my favorite levels were the ones where you're uh, you're going underground. I think that's like what two, three, mm-hmm. etc. It's where you're going towards the dragon god. I liked that so much that I joined the. Uh, speleological society of, of, of uh, I think Los Angeles or California or something. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I vowed to go underground, but I wasn't making enough money to, to do those. Cause those trips are all like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> so like, Yeah. I don't know, but it left a huge impression on me and I was real pumped about it. So, um, I wanted more souls. So, uh, you know like i mentioned at the time i wasn't flush with cash like i was at like you know buy buy a pizza from little caesar's and make it last 5 days level uh poverty so like <laughs> so <spelunking laughs> about, was out of the man. question <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah like seriously like 2011 with a math degree where you like didn't study anything else like i might as well have just like not even gone to college <laughs> like, <laughs> so useless yeah so um yeah but anyway uh i have one friend who um you know he he had plenty of money so i was like hey i bet you'd really like this game and i got him to buy dark souls <laughs> so, okay <laughs> um, yeah he super hated it like we got through the berg or whatever and like you know i think we beat the taurus demon and we got to the dragon and like he got like breathed on and he was just like i'm done with this game <laughs> so <laughs> yeah that, it was it was a lot of fun though um yeah we we had a bunch of fun complaining about it and i i was so hyped on this game um and i'd actually um you know broken up with that girlfriend i mentioned and right before she gave me a ps3 that was probably the one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. Yeah. Seriously. And yeah. No kidding. So, um, yeah, like, so I, I got it for myself cause I was like, you know what, this is super cool and I can't just go to my buddy's house and, and play this game that I, you know, twisted his arm into buying all the time. So, uh, yeah, so I got it and I got through it. Honestly, I, and, like I don't know. I gotta say, if you can get through like fucking Blight Town and Great Hollow as like a mere mortal, not like you know Lobos or something, like you know, obviously they can do that in three minutes. Like I didn't ask about that, right? Um, but you know, as a as a mere mortal, for you to get that far, you might as well just play the rest of the game honestly. You know, sure, because yeah. uh, the I think the uh it was like a soul dupe glitch with like um using the the dragon headstone if i remember correctly oh yeah yeah any yeah
0: (laughs) that was really fun uh the the way that worked is like you would use the dragon headstone and then you would glitch it into using an actual another item like a consumable from your inventory so you could like use a soul of the great hero and it would just constantly give you ten thousand souls until you maxed out your soul amount um but the best was invading somebody's world and using it with prism stones and throwing prism stones so so, yes, so many prism stones in their world that it would crash their game <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and just just imagine
0: like like typical dark souls like a dragon flipping around like spewing out prism stones every five seconds. It's hilarious.
1: That's great. I need to find a video of that <laughs> that's uh man what a what a classic dick move yeah yeah it was that one that one was a lot of fun
0: you could do the same like but you could do it with like poison knives so you could just basically instantly poison somebody like it would just shoot out like a machine gun of poison knives it was really that glitch was a lot of fun i I remember having a lot of fun with it
1: oh man well sounds like i missed out was that only on oh no no that was that was multi-system that was was multi-platform because I know if you were doing it, you were doing it on three sixty, yeah. and I I know if I was looking it up, I wouldn't look something up that was not available on PS three.
2: So. Yeah, it was it was on both cool.
0: consoles. Um, they had fixed it before the PC version came out. So, not that it's hard to hack the PC version even now. So, <clears throat>
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, so, um, so when I was going through Dark Souls, I I started like looking at. Um, Boss fight videos, because like, for instance, I think it was like the depths that I remember um, looking at my first one. Because I was just like, man, you know what? Like, I went all the way through that shit, and I definitely don't want to fight this boss more than one time. So I'm doing it. I'm I'm gonna look up how to do it, and then I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I looked that shit up, and uh, I I died. Um, <laughs> so. That was, that was, you know, a little bit for naught, but that kind of got me into the habit of like looking up the boss fights before I actually did them. Mm -hmm. Um, That way I could be kind of ready for it. And I was playing with the, uh, the guide by the way. Um, so like bless their hearts. I'll tell you what, man, like it is a little difficult to get the lay of the land for a Souls game from a guide just because they're so vertical, usually. Um, yeah. Like, so the... Oh, yeah.
0: The, um, like, trying to follow... Um, like, <laughs> the, I have this problem with uh, the Bloodborne guide, like the Chalice Dungeons. Like, trying to figure out... Like they're just number one, the guide's not that great. I mean the for that specific section, but like trying to figure out what level you're on. <laughs> and Dark Souls is is even worse because like there's no discrete levels, like you can just bounce all over the place. Something like the like the map the Demon Souls maps that you find online for like five two are just incredibly like complex and hard to read.
1: <laughs> oh man. Like the uh the Great Hollow map, like what a shit show. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like oh, it's a bunch of little lumps. Great, you know I <laughs> don't know what that is. <laughs> I've been in that area like a lot,
0: um, but just because one time I was like, I'm gonna go try to find all of the crystal lizards, and like, I, it's so hard. It's so hard to find all those little bastards in that area. Like even if you know what you're doing, it's to kind of it's kind of rough.
1: Yeah, seriously, like, man, more more power to you for for doing that. I like the only one i've platinumed is dark souls 3 mm-hmm. so yeah cuz i i wasn't really into that um i i actually uh i think i was I, I don't even know why i started looking at it with bloodborne but i was like oh man like what if i platinumed this so i started thinking about that and i was like oh man like i i could really do this so um yeah man like i i i'm like two trophies away from from platinum for bloodborne but uh but yeah for um for dark souls 3 i was like trophy hunting it was great <laughs> did you have to grind out all the, <laughs>
0: the pvp stuff or did you get the pvp covenants to work
1: well uh blue sentinels was the only one where i i couldn't get it to work mm-hmm. like you know i wore that damn like, little, what is it, Insignia? Like, the whole freaking half, second half of the game, I got summoned, I think, once. So I was like, all right, you know what? Like, <laughs> grinding here for these stupid items is like, sure. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> so I I think I turned on a podcast or something and just went after it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing. I, I, like, hung out in in Orlando for about... I want to say it was like 8 episodes worth of Hello from the Magic Tavern one day and just did them all. <laughs> it was uh, uh it was not fun but it, um yeah. Yeah. What um what what two trophies do you have left for Bloodborne? Is it is one of them the chalices just out of curiosity?
1: Well, um I actually got up to Yarnum. Mm-hmm. Um I got up to Yarnum the night that Dark Souls 3 came out. So I got to fight her like I wanna say three times. And then I was like, alright, I have to go, I have to leave and go to GameStop and get Dark Souls 3. I really wanted to stay in beater and I actually felt like I could, probably, but um but yeah, I I'm right up there. <laughs> so uh yeah, that time where I was like, hey, I can help you with Yarnum, I was I was secretly going like, oh man, maybe he could help me with yarnum when, when I'm done. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I have that one, and um, I think I got greedy, and uh, when I saw the the blood rock mm-hmm. in the insight shop, I popped all my cords, because I was like, oh boy, I'm gonna get this blood rock, and I didn't think about the fact that I could use save duplication to go ahead and... Um, get all three endings with only one save file. Um, So I missed out on that first one, but I got the other two. Good deal. So I just need to play the game again. I mean, uh, yeah, I was thinking of doing, like, a different build, but, like, God, I just, I don't like punishing myself enough to do, like, a skill build for Bloodborne, (laughs) so, (laughs) like... I don't know. I mean, I I think I'll give it maybe a year or something and then come back to it. Um,
2: <clears throat> yeah, cause I've it's, done... it's just
1: fresh enough. I don't feel like it. I've done pretty
0: much every build that you can do in Bloodborne without getting to like weird low level stake driver, you know, kind of um, stake driver gimmick builds. But uh, skill build was fun. It just the only downside is that the coolest skill build weapon, skill weapon in the game is the Rikuyo, and it is like deep in the dlc (laughs) and it's behind like two two people in the dlc that are ridiculously hard like harder than probably most of the bosses in that game to get so
1: well i saw this excellent cheesing video um (laughs) like i so i actually have all the the dlc trophies as well so that includes getting the Rikuyo. it's like um if you get the um like that it's like whatever it is, like the monocle, the scope, you know what it mm-hmm. is. the The binoculars for Bloodborne, and then you just like throw um, bombs. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can hit those motherfuckers from that ledge. Oh, interesting. Where you yeah. you look out at them and
0: um, see, but that involves you like having to kill the Winter Lanterns, which I <laughs> would never ever do. I would just ran past them as fast as I could because I hate fighting those assholes.
1: Really? Mm. I don't know. I don't think they're so bad. Like, I gotta say, for as much belly aching as there is in the world about Winter Lanterns, they're not that bad when you choke up on their nuts and beat the shit out of them. Like, you know, like, it's just not terrible. Like, I don't know. I I invested a lot in vitality. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, when I do get frenzied, I don't, like, die. Um, so I think that's part of it. Like, a big... So... <laughs> I don't know. I guess we're we're talking Bloodborne here, so I'll 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 tell you my Bloodborne story. So I started playing Bloodborne when it came out mm-hmm. and I I got the uh the threaded King. and I invested in like stamina rather than strength mm-hmm. or skill. <laughs> so like I was just a weak bitch <laughs> for a very long time and I didn't You know, there wasn't enough information about the game um, at the time to know, like, oh, yeah, if you just go ahead and pop an insight, you will be able to level up, Um, you know. And so I I would just, like, scour the city and get all the items I could and I would uh, put on the new gear and... um, it took a very long time before I could even get far enough to open up, um, like the shortcut in the first area. I had the worst freaking time with that game, <laughs> I'll tell you. Now, I when I go, so I've started a couple friends out on this game to see if they take to it, and nobody has, unfortunately. But um, I always just run past those assholes in that area at the beginning who are like trudging around the uh, the crucified beast is like you just don't have to fight them and they don't chase you so like why would you do it (laughs) so that that is my my current mo because like it's just never worth fighting them because like if you do kill all of them like what do you get like a couple thousand blood echoes maybe and you know you you risk dying before you get anywhere it's terrible it's a stupid choice to make you know so Mm -hmm. i just don't ever do that anymore it's like it's not like there's any items there that are worth getting yeah i mean i i guess you could say it's worth it to to get the blood vials at the beginning of the game but at the same time it's like what a fucking hassle man (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so yeah i always just blast past those guys um it sounds like you have a pretty good handle on the game now though oh yeah man like yeah beat the shit out of that game it's so good so like I you know so I put this game down like when Scholar came out for PS4 I was like you know what like let's just play this cause it'll be more fun and uh holy damn like that that is a ramped up version of Dark Souls 2
2: like...
1: <laughs> it's interesting that
0: you say that because uh i obviously jumped into bloodborne like the day of took a week off work did the whole thing uh but then finished it and then like i think went through and got the the trophy sport and about that time scholar was coming out and uh i just totally dropped bloodborne for months and months and months and months it wasn't until uh they announced the dlc that i started getting back into it and doing like chalice runs and things like that that i got like kind of fell in love with it all over again but but yeah, like Scholar kind of when Scholar came out, that game just like consumed me for several hundred hours even though I'd already played the vanilla <laughs> version back on the 360.
1: Uh yeah, like I I, I decided like, "Oh man, I'm going to do a difficult Scholar run." Cuz I'd beaten so uh when I got to Dark Souls 2 actually, um I got to you know really beat beat the main game thoroughly cuz like uh, I guess I beat Dark Souls thoroughly, but, like, for Dark Souls 2, like, I, uh, I'd already gotten to the community aspect, like, I guess, we're, so where I was going with, uh, Dark Souls 1 with, like, watching the videos is I started watching an E&B video for, um, what do I want to say here? Seath. Um, and he was talking about how all those, like, kind of, like, Lemia characters, um, were, like, maidens who were captured by the channelers. And I was like, what? How do you know that? <laughs> yeah.
2: So,
1: <laughs> so I was like, what the hell? So I started listening to all his other videos. And I was like, whoa. So that's where I really fell in love with uh, this series. Because, um, you know, I so I started listening to um, Silvermont. Uh, I listened to some of Quillog's videos. Um obviously Vadi's stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Um so Man, I found out about so, I found yeah, out about I... Quaylog so late. Like it was
0: like I think I found out about her and her videos like this year or or like late last year. So I don't know how I missed all of her stuff back in like when I was like actively looking at YouTube and Tumblr for all the Dark Souls stuff I could find.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's real cute. Like I I like all of her drawings and stuff. She's just like sweet little drawings, like yeah, so she's great, but um oh and yeah, and, uh Dave and Terramantis, they also did some some videos around that time. Um yeah, th- so there's, you know, so I started like dipping my toe into the community, but like Dark Souls 2 is where I like really dived into that. And you know, I started getting familiar with like names like uh Judas, um and uh freak out and uh lobos because that's why I started watching speedruns. like it's just they're just like entrancing you mm-hmm. know it's like you you put them on it's it's like watching somebody like at the Olympics or something you know because it's just something that you can do but like damn they can do it way better yeah you know exactly
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I can um, kick
0: a soccer ball,
1: but I don't think that I could
0: kick a soccer ball and like you know, The summer games like for brazil (laughs) this is never this is never going to happen
1: yeah seriously it's like and you watch these like gymnasts like they're just like doing flips and they're bouncing and it's like what like what (laughs) so it's like i recently learned a cartwheel like a couple years ago it's like these people are so ahead of the curve (laughs) like um yeah i mean uh yeah, but like they just put so much work into it, like, you know, for Lobos, that's like day in, day out, man. It's crazy. But uh But yeah, so um but like you know, like Fighting Cowboy, like he had a whole bunch of really cool build videos. Like yeah, Dark Souls 2 was a lot of fun. Like um I I played a um like kind of a hodgepodge little bit of everything build in uh Dark Souls. Like, I think Demon Souls, I just did whatever the fuck I wanted, because I had all those souls. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think I was using, like, the Adjudicator's um, big ol' Cleaver thing, and I was wearing, like, Night Armor, and using the Tower Knight shield, so just think about how many stats you need (laughs) to even set that up. (laughs) (laughs) That's how many I had. (laughs) Um, so, um, so yeah, and beating that was super fulfilling. It was very cool. Like before I started playing these games, I I frankly was a little afraid of the dark. I was a big old puss puss. So um you know, I <laughs> I started watching like Supernatural and playing Demon Souls and like kind of started to become okay with horror and getting scared and knowing I'd be okay. So it was pretty fun um, getting to that point and changing and being a different person afterward. Um, Like, (laughs) so, so like, you know how for like um, haunted houses and stuff, people usually are like not allowed to touch you. Yeah. Like when I would go to a haunted house or something with other friends who were, scaredy cats like i would like hold up my left arm as if i was holding a shield and like hold my right arm out really far um and like i'm a i'm a tall guy i'm like six five or whatever okay. and my wingspan is i think six seven so i have a long ass arms so <laughs> i would hold my arm out like with my fingers extended and then like they, they couldn't come very close or else they would be touching me. So I'd be like, ha, you're out there. You jerk. That's some nasty face paint. And I, I try to make jokes and shit to like, kind of light the mood and whatever.
2: But like,
1: oh man. Yeah. So that, that was, it gave me my first taste of like being somebody who isn't like, um, <laughs> just kind of a bitch. So it's pretty cool. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so for Dark Souls 1, um, you know, like I said, that's where I started getting into the story, and I just thought it was the coolest thing, so, um, I was in a band at the time, um, and, uh, I, I was, like, the lead singer and songwriter and whatever, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make a Dark Souls EP for when the Prepare to Die edition comes out, so, um, I made a, a four-song EP with like um, a song from the perspectives of uh, Priscilla, um, like Angie, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, Solaire and uh, Embarrassing. Who's the last one? <laughs> I listened to Man, the Solair one oh, when we started yeah, when we started talking. So
0: I listened. to Actually, I listened to the Solaire and the uh, Gwendolyn one.
1: Yeah, I think the uh, Priscilla one's probably my favorite. Um, everybody seemed to like, well, at least in the band, everybody liked the Gwendolyn one a lot. Um, and, uh, like, when. I, so I worked at Hulu for a little while as, like, a customer support person, and... Um, somebody just like I let on that I was in a band and somebody got this EP and played it in the car on their way to work um with some coworkers. so they like <laughs> they would just be like hey bros for life <laughs> like and it's like the half like hey we care about your music at like half like I sort of felt like I was being mocked, but like it was still like at the end of it it was definitely like, Hey man, we're bros. So that that was pretty cool. So um Have I mean, yeah, like
0: no, I don't know I've never been in a band. I don't really I'll I listen to music a lot and I really, really like it, but like I don't make it or anything. Like would you say that like did you put it out there into the world and like put it on there like Dark Souls related forums or chat rooms or whatever? Like, did you share it out there with everybody? I'm curious if it was, like, received well from the Dark Souls community or if you
1: even tried. It was very poorly received. (laughs) Oh, no. I I put it on uh, Reddit, Uh and, like, the experience was so bad, I didn't share it with any other Souls people. Oh, my God, dude. Sorry, I didn't
0: mean to bring up, like, a horrible memory.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I was going to talk about this anyway. I I had it in my notes. Um, Yeah, no, like... (laughs) Like I put it up, they're like, everything's pretty good, but that singer really sucks. And oh, I was like, no, <laughs> that's the worst. Like, you, yeah, and man, it's like they're like, get a different singer and come back. I was like, no. It's <laughs> so, like that's the only part I did.
0: So I've seen I've seen like, hate mail guys, for all of the video for all of the Souls games. I've gotten hate mail for on my YouTube page. I've gotten hate mail for having a hate mail blog never gotten hate mail for Dark Souls songs, though, so that has to be the first one that I've heard to get... Oh, man, that sucks so bad, dude. Oh,
1: uh, dude, I was just, like, so, like, oh, God, no. <laughs> and, like, you know, I, like, twisted all my bandmates' arms to, like, make an EP about this, and they're like, well, none of us have ever played the game, nor do we have any interest in ever learning anything about it, but sure, <laughs> so, And I was just like, no, what have I done? (laughs) And, uh, like all the mixing and mastering and stuff took a little bit longer than we wanted it to. So unfortunately it wasn't out in time for, um, for the, for the PC version uh, to come out. Artorias. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Artorias of the Abyss DLC. But, uh, but yeah, so that, that was, uh a big old fat bummer <laughs> but I had a lot of fun making the songs and I still actually really enjoy them um so uh so yeah I'll uh I'll elbow you to put the uh the bandcamp page into the show notes or whatever but uh
0: well, I figured yeah. um, um, way back when when you emailed me to, to come on the show and you concluded that link, I listened to it and uh, I figured then that I'll just include one of the tracks at the end of the episode, like I did with Ali a few episodes ago. So, um, if your favorite is
1: the Priscilla one, that's the one I'll include. Ooh, okay, yeah, it has like an Eminem joke in there. Okay, <laughs> everybody, yeah, everybody, stay like... tuned for the Eminem joke. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you know that one song. It's like my daddy
2: gone crazy. <laughs>
1: that one i do you know yeah, one? yeah 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 because like i i put like uh yeah something about my my daddy's gone crazy in there because like um you know it's talking about uh wait it's like my daddy buries himself up to the neck and work take it from Haley, my daddy's gone crazy that's what it is mm-hmm. Yeah, take it from Haley. My daddy's gone crazy. That wow, that's brilliant. Yeah, I'm a oh man, what a smart guy. What an intelligent writer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, um, clearly I'm pleased with my own work, but uh yeah. So at any rate, um, yeah, Dark Souls 2, Like that was that was where I really dived in deep and started learning about builds because like my my Dark Souls one build like oh my god, I went back and looked at that, like, that was a horrific hodgepodge, like, it had, like, a little bit of everything, because I think I was trying to do it where I could get, like, all the sorceries and all the pyromancies, um, but I was also not using them all that much, so, um... I think everybody's first build in Dark
0: Souls 1 (laughs) is, is just a nightmare hodgepodge of, um, the way that a former guest put it, a uh, jackass of all trades, like just completely, like yeah. just trying to do everything and failing at all of it.
1: <clears throat> oh yeah. That's exactly what it was. So, so yeah, Dark Souls two came along and I was like, you know what? I've never played a sorcerer. I'll be a sorcerer. Oh wait. Yeah. No, never mind. I tried sword and board or rather as, as you say in Dark Souls two, uh club, which has an a rating scaling in, with strength and board mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, then uh i I just couldn't get very far with that. It was really lame, so I was like, "You know what? I'll try something where I don't have to run up and touch things. So I tried sorcerer, and wow, that was smooth sailing comparatively um so yeah, early days when the game sorcery with.
0: builds were crazy, especially if you decided to go hex. It was crazy, overpowerful,
1: yeah, I didn't do hexing right at the beginning um. I started out not using any of the networking features, like in Demon Souls. I think I summoned people a couple times in Dark Souls, but like Dark Souls 2, that's why I started getting into it. I did some sun bro um, And I, uh, yeah, so I, I did like really minor amounts of PvP. Um, but uh, that, that was with Dragon Covenant. So I was that asshole who was like, Casting those shitty area of effect fire spells as like somebody was getting summoned for dragon, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I'm really the worst. Like, don't even you know it may be obvious from from our our talk, but I've I've really done everything I possibly can to <laughs> to give myself advantages with this series. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, because I. You know, like I mentioned, I only, you know, as a kid, I only got to play video games once a week, so I never really got to a point where I was, like, confident with action games. That's why I was looking for RPGs, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's like, with an RPG, you know, you can just do research during the week, and, you know, that sort of counts as, you know, positive steps for your journey. Um, but, uh, but yeah, action games, not as much, so, um... So, yeah, Dark Souls was, like, a huge confidence boost for me as a gamer because I've always liked games. It's just, you know, it it wasn't a defining part of myself uh, when I was younger. So, so it's been
0: something that you've had um, to kind of come to grips with as you got older and had a little bit more free time with.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I I was like, you know what? I actually love games, and I... So, you know, ever since I got a decent job when I was at Hulu um and and since then i i've been getting games for myself regularly and i consider myself a gamer and um and yeah it's it's great it's like right now i have um you know p s four wii u and xbox one and like wow xbox one all at that- thing does is collect dust there's like <laughs> nothing to play on that
0: thing i got it uh relatively recently and played um inside and then started playing through some other games and uh but then no man's sky came out and that's just like i was playing that literally like up until the point where we started recording this so like that's just been consuming me all, all like all day and all night anytime i have video games so
1: <sighs> yeah man dude i went atlas path and like i thought i was so clever for like selling all my atlas stones <laughs> <laughs> so i could buy more inventory whoops. slots <laughs> whoops oh god yeah no i uh
0: i'm waiting to uh i've, I've been going to the center because i got off the atlas path but i was on the atlas path for a while and then um i didn't I, somebody told me you needed the 10 stones then you can just like go to an atlas thing and it'll end the game or not one in the game it'll that's like the conclusion of that little quest or whatever uh, so I just duped the 10 Atlas stones because duping is really easy in this game, which is great.
1: So, uh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, uh oh. well, so I don't know, man, I was so dejected after I figured out that I fucked that up that I just, I just put it down. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it's like, I hate this. I have a feeling, yeah, um,
0: like, like my, my next goal is to get to the center. But, uh, after that, um, cause I've maxed out my suit, I'm almost maxed out my multi-tool And I'm like the ships that I want are all in Like the 12 million credits and I'm sitting on like 9 or 10 uh, So like I can see myself like getting to the center And then like putting it down until there's a new path. Why are we talking about No Man's Sky on our Dark Souls podcast?
1: Scott? That's, that's... Dude, it's okay <laughs> It's totally fine What like, it is is I, I wasn't on uh,
0: Dark Insight on Friday We did, I didn't, wasn't able to record, I had a work thing So I did. I, had, I have like 4 hours of uh, No Man's Sky talk built up that I didn't get to release <laughs>
1: dude let it happen like <laughs> i i i feel like it's worth talking about and i would love to talk about this so like <laughs> did you hear that there's a way to induct yourself as a vrykreen
0: uh i think i'm saying no that right. no i I mean like i've i've been betrothed to like two of them so far uh because the betrothed yeah you to do that yeah. like one of them was like Basically, do you like? Do you want to marry me? And I was like, Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, that sounds. It was like the dark. It was like the thing in Dark Souls three where you're like a marriage, and <laughs> No Man's Sky. Like, yeah, it was. It was pretty odd, but that's happened twice, so I think it's just like a one off like NPC interaction. But anyway, like,
1: oh, Henry, you're so tasty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. During um, because I really, I, I mean, I'd love to talk No norman Sky, but I think most people are here to to talk. Uh, Souls, um, during like your Dark Souls two, like we get into builds. Were you just as much into like looking up YouTube videos and looking into lore and stuff like that? Because the big complaint about Dark Souls two is usually like like people don't like the lore as much as they like the the stories from the previous games.
1: Yeah, you know, I um I was pleased with the lore. um The only thing I didn't like with Dark Souls two was the uh the world layout mm-hmm. and now that i've listened to every episode of bonfire side chat i'm okay with it <laughs>
0: so they did a really good job so, uh like um getting that like what was the word i'm looking for arguing for on, on favor of dark souls 2 like uh, saying like hey this doesn't really matter as much as you people think it does
1: yeah and i mean honestly i've i've actually really come to enjoy Um, the idea that, um, because everybody's kind of like losing their memories, Mm -hmm. um, that the, the quickly going from one kind of an area to another is a, an environmental storytelling way of saying, Hey, I went from this place to another place, but I didn't really remember how I got there. Um, so, um, you know, they, they really beat that horse to death. So. I don't know if I wanted you know say a, a ton more because I'm really just saying what Bonfire site chat says. But, <laughs> that's um... hey, that's okay. <laughs> I'll repeat what Gary says on a daily basis. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but uh yeah, it's really cool. You know, like I and I'll tell you what, Dark Souls 2, I think, was the first game that I just really, really enjoyed playing. Like, because I I liked playing Dark Souls 1, but it was such a struggle for me that I didn't really want to go back to it that badly. Mm-hmm. But I've started several different builds on Dark Souls 2. Um, like, I just love that game. So, um, it was, it, and you know, it was funny for me because my initial reaction was like, ugh, pugh, ugh, it doesn't have the kind of world design I like. But, like, you know what? I, I kept going back to it even before I had been. Uh, you know, colon Gary brainwashed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, um, I, I don't, honestly, I haven't really met somebody who's like, man, I super hate dark souls too. Um, but allegedly it gets a lot of hate. So see, this is, you know, this is the, f-
0: I don't agree with this that. This is the weird thing <laughs> that happens is like, if you ask the internet, dark souls two is garbage. Like if you ask the internet in general, like, I feel like that, that was a prevailing statement for a long time, but I've done, like, 35 of these interviews, and, like, only a handful of people have been like, eh, it wasn't really my thing, and, like, usually they'll even say, like, but it was still a great fucking game, <laughs> like, right after that, so I don't know where all this weird hate comes from. I think it was just, I think it's been just kind of over-talked about at this point, so everybody kind of assumes the thing, but it's not actually true anymore. Like, I I turned a big corner on, on Dark Souls 2, which, like, CJ from Twin Humanities talking about it so passionately, like kind of opened my eyes to like try to look at things a different way and then of course like you said gary and cole talking about it so yeah
1: yeah like um i think it's probably my number two after bloodborne like bloodborne is like real cool (laughs) (laughs) Um.
0: yeah let's get into so so, like you went from dark souls to vanilla and then obviously did you buy up like a ps4 specifically for bloodborne or were you just you were kind of all into games at that point so you were just buying it
1: yeah man I was all in like there wasn't even anything I wanted to play that badly and I was like I'm buying it so I, I bought it on release day and yeah I really enjoyed the pirate version of uh, Assassin's Creed so mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised that I did have a game that I wanted to play um, and I like pirates a lot period so that was great but um, <laughs> yeah like um, when I got Wind of uh, Bloodborne happening. That was really neat. Um, Project Beast. Seriously, yeah. I I had the privilege of going to E3 for a few years. Um, like, my first year was before Dark Souls 2 came out, and I was actually there because I was working. I was, like... Um, I think I was, like, working, like, Nintendo's booth or something, like, making sure that people stayed out of the VIP area. Okay. But... I got to wander around on breaks, and I was like, "Oh no, I work here!" And so, like the guards would let me go where I wanted to go. <laughs> <So> oh, nice! <laughs> I went up... Yeah, man, I went to like the From Software booth, and <laughs> they had like a playable demo of Dark Souls Two. So it was basically going through, um, like the, uh, like that first area or whatever, um, and you could get i kind of forget where it stops but i i think it was like was that when they
0: were doing we, the uh the mirror night boss <laughs> or the looking glass night yeah, i think is what they were ending up with i'm not sure if it was through the that area or not i just remember them like saying like nobody was, has beat this boss yet at e3 or some shit like that
1: yeah that was some dirty lies two people beat it um but i wasn't one of them unfortunately <laughs> um yeah no they were uh they said um well, they didn't say shit. Well, no, they said plenty of things, but that's not where I'm going with the sentence. Um, they were, they had the first area, um, I think, up to a point. Like, you know how you go down the ladder, and then you go left, and you go through the door, and you can uh, then go to the right, and you have that shitty hallway with the turtle knights?
0: Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. So if you go through there, then I, I think if you get all the way through the hallway, that's where it... Spits you out, Um, because like I seem to recall, it's like you step onto some kind of like sigil, and then it spits you out in the room right before Mirror Night, and then that becomes your new spawn point. I I don't know. That sounds a little short. Maybe I'm forgetting something. But at any rate, I tried to fight that guy like way too many times. Like I was working there for I want to say like two days, and. I went back up there, I must have played through that stupid demo five times and I just couldn't beat Mirror Knight. And like I'd even gotten the From Software guy to agree to give me a, a shirt, <laughs> which by the way, they were like offering to anybody else if I could if I could beat it. They weren't like, oh hey, we have t shirts if you beat this. That, I was like, hey, will you give me something if I beat this? And they are like, Yeah, we'll give you a t shirt. And I was like, Cool, I'm gonna try a million times. So like I did. But I didn't get it, which was all kinds of sad, but, um, uh, but yeah, I think the the builds they had were like some kind of a mage, and then, uh, like I think sword and board, and then like a, uh, like a two handed guy, mm-hmm. and I think I did sword and board most of the times. So I did a mage once, and that I did very poorly with that. Um, but oh yeah, when I went out, yeah. But anyway, you know the whole story now. But when I was doing my mage, I didn't know that you could get more iframes, <laughs> so I poured all of my stats into int mm-hmm. um so i was just this like super glass cannon so i got to roll like a mofo um through that whole game just because you know i only had like what's the default like two or three iframes yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's, for uh, the whole damn game if you don't if you don't level it's up so at it, 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 it gets pretty rough dude it was so rough like that Ancient Dragon, like what a dickhole. Like he is such a jerk. Like I've never I've never
0: beaten the Ancient Dragon on uh the vanilla version. I I just like I I tried it a few times and I was like, this is garbage and I don't need to do it, so I'm not going to. Like I it wasn't even a challenge at that point. I was just like, This is not well designed, it's a terrible terrible fight from a camera control angle. Like I I just I don't want to do this. So I never did. It was much easier on the scholar I found them.
1: Was it okay. Yeah. yeah. I would appreciate that. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. I'm probably gonna get back to this Scholar pretty soon, but um but yeah, I that was so hard, man. <laughs> like and I thought that you had to do it because he gives you one of the giant souls that like makes Vendrick easier. And it's like Vendrick was not a piece of cake anyway, you know? Like mm-hmm. he he was he was hard even with that. So um Yeah, I finally yeah, I finally I was able to do the
0: like, if you just do the, um, if you, I don't remember if there's four or five Dragon Heart things. Uh, what, I would get all of them but one that you get from the Guardian. And, and yeah, it was just, I felt I was like, okay, well, I can, because Vendrick was pretty easy to, for me. Like, you could just kind of stay behind his left leg and, like, he would never, ever hit you. Like, and all you had to worry about, like, every once in a while he would freak out and try to jump at you. But that's it. So, like, you could just stay there. It just took a long time. Like, I think my weapon broke during that fight, even though I was in no danger whatsoever. Because it just took so damn Yikes. long.
1: Yeah, like, weapon durability was so low in that game. That was another reason why I didn't like having a sword and board guy. Um, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, because I was a uh, a mage. Like, I had really immense problems with some of the bosses. Like, I thought Vendrick was really hard. I thought... Uh, Obviously, ancient dragon, but he's hard for everybody, so don't feel bad. Um, God, who else really sucked? Um, yeah, those those three doucheholes in in the the place that the bird carries you to. Ugh. Oh, the uh, is it
0: the ruin sentinels? Ruin knights. Ruin sentinels. Ruin sentinels. Yeah. 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 Oh, those God, guys. they're such jerks. Yeah. Those were. Ugh, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I, and then there's there's that weird like. I'm gonna put like shortcut in quotation marks. There's like quote unquote shortcut to the Ruin Sentinels where like you can drop off of a ledge, but like if you jump it won't work, but there's a door at the bottom. Like it's just there's just the whole area doesn't make a lot of sense to get to them. Like I just I like the boss fight now, um but especially going back in like new game plus and stuff. It's a lot more fun, but like if you get there in kind of early game like I did, like it can be just a, a meat grinder, which is kind of a bummer.
1: Yeah i mean it's definitely kind of a weird area you know Mm -hmm. because like with that thing where uh you know you have to make sure that the the barrel guy kicks the barrel down the hill at you so he opens it up to the to get to the smith like there's so much roundabout shit in that area it's weird but it's cool. In the, in the scholar
0: areas, it makes it even weirder because like you can't even get to the ruined sentinels unless you use like a branch to because there's a statue in front of the door now. Like it's just there's all kinds of weird what? stuff happening. Oh there. yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't understand what they were trying to do with that area. Although I do like it now that the pursuer shows up like eighteen times now. <laughs> that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, you know how they were talking about Dark Souls two. I figured that there would be a level where the boss was just kind of a large boss. In the level that you were in and it could periodically just show up and find you where you were but you could run away if you want yeah i thought that'd be a really interesting boss idea and that's what it sounded like at the press conferences um to me at least so um so i was surprised it was what it was when the game came out i've i'm, I'm um, about
0: to the point where i'm just not even gonna even for dark souls just not going to pay attention to press conferences like go google up the uh, like the e3 thing that they did or maybe it was it maybe it was a after e3 thing but like on the run up to bloodborne's release they released like a co-op video to, for chalice dungeons that like thinking back to that thing just makes no sense as far as how that thing actually got implemented like <laughs> it just like, and, I, and i know it's just like people trying to explain a video game and that can, that can actually be pretty hard and a lot harder than it sounds but man i'm just like i don't know just done with it i don't want to see any trailers anymore i just want a video game in my (laughs) hands well tell me about uh tell me about dark souls 3 how are you where, where are you at on dark souls 3 right now are you very very positive uh
1: well i wish they'd done um more stuff that was i guess uh native to Dark Souls 3, and less stuff that was making nods towards Dark Souls 1, because, um, I don't know, like, obviously it's, like, it's too early to say, because the DLC isn't out, but I just don't feel like there's a need for Firelink to be called Firelink. I don't feel like there's a need for, um, Andre to be there. Um, I think there very well could have been another blacksmith that we could have fallen in love with all over again you know and the story would have been you know a new story rather than like oh hey it's that guy I already know you know so I would have been a lot happier with fewer nods yeah, um, to Dark Souls 1 and you know I understand that like this was a Miyazaki developed game and Dark Souls 2 wasn't but I did think it was weird that there were just so few nods to that game. Um, so I don't know. It was. I felt like that aspect of it was a bit of a bummer. But I actually did enjoy um, how obtuse a lot of the quests were. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it the game really has an emphasis on playing it too many times. So um, I you know because i platinum did i had to go through three times or whatever and i had my excel sheet with like you know all the rings i didn't have and how to get all of them and oh man um,
0: there was a someone in the duck feed slack like, posted i think it was allison posted a uh like a online thing where you could just check off the stuff that you had and it would like remove it from the list it was so freaking helpful for that stuff because it just basically guided you through like where to go get the, the rings dude it was really nice
1: uh, yeah that sounds nice well i didn't <laughs> i didn't know about that so I made my own and uh sure as hell i i thought I was being careful but I missed the uh the wolf ring so I actually made a um a second character to uh to go ahead and just do um invasions for that forest covenant what is it called the Wolves of Mm Farron. Yeah. And um, God, I was such a fucking butthole. Like (laughs) I got a dark sword. Like I chose knight so I would have good armor. Like I ran around and found all the Estus flasks that I could get to without beating um, Farron keep so that I could still invade there. Like (laughs) most times I would come in with, um, I want to say five Estus flasks. Um, and just for you listeners at home, you get uh half the number of flasks that you have normally, rounded down. I think, um, when you go into somebody else's game in Dark Souls Three. So, uh, a lot of people at this point in the game would have between like three and five flasks, and <laughs> like if they were a host. So <laughs> I'd run around and gotten all these uh shards <laughs> so i had five <laughs> uh when i would invade like i was such an asshole but it was pretty cool and got the scumbag um, it sounds like absolutely man like <laughs> like i'm i have no illusions about how bad i am at pvp so i was like i'm gonna give myself every advantage <laughs> so i did <laughs> um yeah it was great um yeah i had a lot of fun doing that actually so um so yeah then i went ahead and i i traded my my wolf ring to my buddy and then uh he traded it back to my (laughs) my better character that i was going through the game on and uh my character for dark souls 3 was a uh a pyromancer okay and uh for whatever reason i decided to pick up the uh the irithil straight sword and go through the whole game with it which was really dumb because it's not a great sword (laughs)
0: it is is not a great sword you're absolutely right
1: yeah i feel like i uh uh i got uh drake sorted a little bit um but uh you know what i i knew it the whole time like i let it happen like that's the dumb part (laughs) like i i knew that I wanted to invest most of my stats into making my magic better, so I was like, well, this sword is pretty okay, and I don't really need to upgrade my stats to use it further, so I'm just going to use it. So that's what I did. Um, but uh, but yeah, once I got enough int, um, I started taking on a few sorceries or whatever. So I got that, like, just crazy like wave thing from like the library, like, or I guess not wave, I guess, but like particle. No, that was a joke. Um, <laughs> like the one that's like the, <laughs> or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that one's so cool. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, a big part of this game was that my best friend, uh, who, you know, I tried to get in a bloodborne, like yeah. I, uh, you know, Indian burned him into like, um, uh, like buying Bloodborne and he really didn't like it very much (laughs) because like I'd already finished this game. Right. Um, and like he'd, he'd be going and and, like, whenever, uh, I would come over for a little while, I'd be like, all right, we're going to play Bloodborne. And like, he'd go somewhere. I'd be like, Oh wait, no, no, no. You should go over there. And he's like, why would I go over there? I'd be like, I don't know. And he was just like, I am so sick of you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like It's pretty great. (laughs) that's always the hard thing about getting
0: friends to uh like play souls for the first time is like you really want them to like i see this on streams all the time like somebody will walk up to like coming out of blight town and like all of a sudden chat is just it's deathly quiet because they just want to see the reaction when you realize the fire is out like and you can't light it back up again (laughs) or like you know like or the arrows or like getting cursed in the in the blight and um the depths like all of us like people really want to see other people fail which is probably the worst way to get somebody to play a video game <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh yeah yeah it, it's a tough uh it's a tough thing to kind of figure out how to do right you know um but i i was obviously very excited about dark souls 3 and you know he he kind of uh, he got the the hype train bug so um you know he was excited about it too so we both got it and um I I think we ended up playing it at different times or something so I ended up getting through the game an entire time um by about the time he was like around Farron <laughs> so um he also had um, and you know, still has of course a steady job at this point. And I, uh, I was just starting doing, um, uh, some real estate stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had more free time that I could just dump into ourselves. <laughs> so that's what I did. Uh, you know, I was, uh, kind of MIA in a lot of cases, a lot of senses for about a week. So, um, yeah, no, I, I love the heck out of it, but you know, eventually, um, I was like, Hey man, like, you know, all that, like partying up together. We said we do, why don't we do it? And he's like, all right. So, um, I went ahead and, um, I think I joined him when I was on new game plus. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I quickly got up to where he was. Um, I think it took me like 30 minutes or something. <laughs> it was, it was pretty cool i felt happy with myself but um then we uh we went through the entire rest of the game together in about i want to say maybe eight to ten hours um and we we started playing sometime in the evening and we ended around 7 a.m oh geez um (laughs) oh it was great you know like we went through uh You know, we'd go through the game, like, on his, so he could experience it, and, you know, I'd be there helping him out. Um, And then we'd go to mine to advance me a little bit so that I could get where I needed to be to help him for the next one. Like, we had a lot of fun. So, um, you know, that alone made Dark Souls 3, like, a totally amazing experience. Like, the thing is, every one of these games has been a really beautiful and irreplaceable experience for me in a way that none of the other ones have um, they're, it, it's just every time one of these things comes out it's just a new it, it you know it's a new baby to love you know <laughs> it's, they're great Absolutely. So, and seriously. then you get like
0: tiny babies in the form of DLC nowadays like they just announced that uh, I guess we're going to get a trailer for the first DLC pack tomorrow which is pretty good even though
1: right yeah they're they were like oh yeah we have an announcement coming way to announce that okay uh <laughs> yeah well and, and they fucked up that like sony made face- the
0: tweet and like named it, i think it's called the Ashes of adeline or something adeline and uh yeah like they, they made the tweet i was like watch the video here and like it was all set to private like they just get their dates wrong somehow so it's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> Where do you see, oh, like, what would you like to see, like, now that you're finished with three, and I know we have some DLC coming for this, but, like, what would you like to see, like, another from game B? Like, what, what would you, like, is there is there something that you would like to see them attempt, or, um, or, like, a different kind of series, or a different kind of game? Um,
1: well, I want something with similar combat. That's really all I ask, because I would never have asked for Bloodborne, um, you know, I didn't know anything about Lovecraft. Um, so let me let me tell a little bit more of my uh, Bloodborne story actually. So like, after I put it down, like I was just like, man, I thought I was a Souls guy. Like this game beat me. Like that's, it was very sobering actually. I felt like much less of the person that I thought I was um, gaming wise. I'm obviously very rough on myself sometimes um (laughs) so uh you know i felt real bad about that but um my girlfriend's uh roommate had told me oh man i love bloodborne like so you know this is like a year later right Mm -hmm. Uh, she's like oh yeah i love bloodborne i've been playing with my friends i've only been playing video games for two years and you know we're doing really well we're near the end of the game and i was like whoa 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 two years you've been playing video games for two years and you're you've almost beaten bloodborne i was i was like incensed i was like what <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so like she's like oh yeah no i'm actually really stuck on this hard boss like um i was like let me see if i can help you with that so she was on Abritus, and i beat abridis on her save file for her the second time i tried it and i was like Wait, wait, what? I'm not terrible at this game. It's like, that was the first time I touched Bloodborne in a year, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, what happened? So I was like, okay, what is your build? And she's like, oh, I have a strength build. And I was like, really? She's like, oh, yeah, this is how I invested my stats. And I was like, huh. So I looked it up, and apparently, if you don't distribute your stats well in Bloodborne, you're super crippled. So I was like, wow okay, so maybe it was a me not doing the right type of build problem. So I went into it again, again and I had a really easy time, um, frankly. Like, I I had a, you know, a much, much better time going through the game. And I was, like, using Ludwig's Holy Greatsword and, um, or Ludwig's Holy Blade, whatever the fake one is. Um <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I was just two handed that mofo. That was great. <laughs> like I had a wonderful time. Um, you know, and I, I got through, uh, the main game and then I went to the DLC and then I started doing it cause you know, at that point I was sort of looking at the, uh, the trophies and, um, I went ahead and I was like, okay, well, why don't I just do chalices? Cause they're there. So I did that, and quite frankly, like, it was just a real, like, kind of, like, chill thing to do, and I was just, like, dungeon diving, and I really didn't have, um, a big problem with the chalices. Like, I, you know, certainly it's not the same kind of, like, handcrafted world in the way that the rest of the game is, Mm -hmm. but I think for, um as much people, as much as people dropped trow and took old, you know, big old fat shits all over the deal, or the, uh, the chalices, like, they're not that bad, like, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're not the main game, but they're just not that bad, um, I mean, like, structurally, I mean, the, uh, the defiled chalice was terrible, um, yeah, it was. You know, it's It's I'll, not. I'll be the first to tell you that. It's not fun. <laughs> it's just not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this. Oh, my God. I. So I whined about this on Reddit. I was like, yeah, hey, Reddit, will somebody help me with uh, this fire dog guy? And bless his heart, this guy with like the patience of a saint uh, comes into my game. And, you know, between the fire dog guy, like, fucking rom like god i hate rom so much now like i hated rom to begin with and i had a terrible time with rom like you know vanilla game but like
2: god
1: chalice rom in defiled is just awful and then um amygdala like chalice version terrible like i think this poor soul and i went through i want to say like 70 or so of the uh, summoning items like this guy like god I can't believe he was that patient with me um it's like I didn't know this guy beforehand like he just he just decided to help you out huh yeah no kidding yeah I can't believe that he did that for me that was really cool so yeah seriously so major props um yeah but uh yeah, so um so yeah, now I I really like Bloodborne. I, I just think it's really the bee's knees and um so in that time between when it came out and when I picked it up again, I was like, "Man, so I can't really play this game because I'm just bad and I'm a t- bad person." <laughs> and uh but I'll listen to the Bonfire Side chats about it. So I listen to those, so the whole like uh, Lovecraft thing wasn't like a big reveal for me later but I was like this is actually a pretty cool story so I actually went ahead and got an audiobook of like a ton of like Lovecraft's work and I mm. and I listened to all of it I you know um, the guy's like a terrible racist or whatever but like he's got some good ideas um, yeah yeah. in terms of horror um, yeah
0: um, Bloodborne inspired me to take a trip down that, that path too like I've only read the one book um, and I read it I think right no, it was definitely after the DLC came out, but it was the uh, the Shadows over Ensmith, which is basically like you know the fishing village <laughs> from Bloodborne, like it's that thing. It's like that the whole thing is the same thing. So, it's pretty interesting to see how much it it
1: takes inspiration from that dude. Cool. Yeah. Well, my favorite two were uh, the Color Out of Space and um. Wait, was it uh, the Dun's mouth? Horror, the dunwich horror okay. dunwich dunwich horror is my favorite by far like honestly like a lot of lovecraft's writing is very very boring um it's just not not interesting writing um but uh i mean that's not to say the ideas are boring yeah. but it's just the way it's written is very dry and it's like it's written like old timey even for when he was alive <laughs> so like <laughs> he uh he he really went for a a certain flavor, you know? I don't think I've heard anybody describe things as indescribable more than when I was listening to, <laughs> to that audiobook. Like it's just like, Okay man, I get it. You can't describe things very well. Like <laughs> That's really funny. I don't know. It's yeah, no, nah, man, it's like if you listen to like a lot of these stories, you'll just be like, Come on, get over it. Just tell me something <laughs> like um so, but you know that's very much his style. Yeah. It's what he was going for. So, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that this was this was a very cool game. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, Scott, thank you very much for coming on the podcast and spending like an hour with me. I, re- I really appreciate it. Do you want to? Uh, yeah, man. Like, let everybody know where people can find you on the internet.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, these days uh, the best way to find me is at. Uh, at King Kiwi God, um, on, uh, Twitter. Um, I'll be occasionally, uh, replying to top soulsmen about their work <laughs> and what jokes are funny. Um, yeah. Um, that's, I, I started a YouTube channel. That's really bad. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah oh my god i i made a video that has more dislikes than likes oh wow that's (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know that that's ever happened to me man i'm
0: sorry that sounds terrible
1: Uh. yeah man (laughs) i i think i'll start a podcast next i don't feel like i'm like a terrible person to talk to so that's probably the 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 best next step (laughs) uh yeah but uh yeah my uh my youtube is uh for gloves (laughs) gaming (laughs) so um, i'll put it i'll definitely put a link to that in the show notes as well all right cool yeah i i tried to do a uh like a dex run for dark souls 3 like wow what a shit show like you you take a strength weapon away from me and i am just a a crying little baby (laughs) it's real bad
0: well, as always, I've been your host, Jeremy Greer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J.G. Greer. You can find the podcast on Twitter at podcast. You can also email me your soul story like Scott did, and I will come and grab you and put you on the podcast, and we can have a nice conversation. Um, and remember, don't give up, skeleton.